So welcome to the Friday show. Did you guys have fun uh, socializing for five minutes before we press record? It was great, wasn't it? Ben's like, no, I didn't like it. He doesn't like being chaperoned. Well, to be, to, well, to your point, I did leave the room for 60 seconds to fill up my water bottle. That was your chance. Um, yeah, the ins- and it's not, yes, Ben, just to continue what we were talking about before we press record, it's not a coincidence that it is the instrumentalist you have to be the most careful in pronouncing. It's not a coincidence. It's all related. Uh, transgression is no fun without an audience. I get it. I get it. So, um, okay, Friday, the Friday strike-in. For most people, Friday is the end of the week, but here at Dojo U, it's the beginning. We've released the new tune of the week, which is really parts three and four of this week's tune of the week, but it's new, fresh material. Everybody feeling good on it? Did you guys, uh, did you guys pass your current freedom phase this week? Oh, you don't even know yet? Most people don't know. A couple of people, not yet. Yeah, well. There you go. So really you're waiting right right now. You're here because of the anxiety pertaining to this. The, the recordings that I've heard so far though, done a few have been mm-hmm. really, really good. Not necessarily passes, but really good. Yeah. Jen, I heard but, yours. Yours was close. Good job. I also heard Joe's. I also heard Joe's maybe the last week and it was also good. Good job, Joe. It's coming along there. They are, uh, they're they're like uh, tapping bagpipe freedom on the shoulder repetitively at this yeah. point, like like dad, 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 well, kind of like that. I feel like my kids I just do keep that. Keep doing it because every time you're really close, it gets sent to Andrew and he's got to review it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's always fun to make him listen to more. Right. Well, that's what happened to Joe last week. He was close enough that they forwarded him on to me, and I was like, no. But but pretty good, pretty darn good. Uh, this week I did it. You just haven't heard yet. This could be your week, Joe. Or maybe you got lucky last week. We're about to find out. You know? Okay. Uh, Carl, I've got several pieces of exciting news for you. I'm, I'm, the, the fir- some of this you don't even know about because you're on vacation. And I, haven't, I didn't even bother to run it by you. But this one you know about. Have you heard we're doing a raffle? Have you oh, heard this? Yeah. It's coming up. Like the drawings, like that, not that far away, people. Yeah, the drawing like, is really. Get your entries in. The drawing is really, really. As a matter of fact, you could say we're more than halfway to the drawing. We are more than halfway. We're definitely more than halfway. Yeah. The drawing is on December thirty first, folks. Uh, and how do you get entries? Well, turns out we, your money's no good here. We don't even want your money. What do we need? We need your dojo you success story. Even if you're not successful. You can still, uh, you can still tie it up in a little bow uh, and fill out. But basically, tell us your dojo you story, uh, and you get five raffle entries for that. It's incredible. And then, on top of that, if you refer a friend to our bagpipe freedom blueprint, uh, it's really easy. It's right there in your dojo university homepage console. Uh, you get a one raffle entry for each one of your friends that basically takes advantage of the free course and gets a little preview to what we do at the dojo. Can you guys hear that uh, vacuum cleaner thing outside? No. No? Okay, good. All right. So that's announcement number one. That's that's news, right? That is good. It's only been going on for six months. Um, <clears throat> next, Here's the next bit of news. Carl, did you know that you are coming to the tuning clinic in September 
10 to through 12. I just learned that the other mm-hmm. day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, Carl and I are being, are there. Andy Fusco's coming. And I think we're going to add in another secret instructor. I think mm-hmm. I'm like. Uh, Trying to make it happen. Well, I'm at least 50% sure. Like the first question was enrollment. And so we're already pretty close to max enrollment. Um, and so, yeah. Is it going to be bagpipe master says MQM? Like, is he going to sign up or is he going to teach? Which, which are you asking? Um, regardless. Um, yeah. So if you're interested in the tuning clinic, now's the time you can go to tuning.dojouniversity.com to sign up. You should do that. Uh, I see a few things coming through the chat. We will address shortly. And then here's the next announcement. This is new. This is off the wall. This is something no one saw coming. But I was, I was, I was on the phone. Well, it was Zoom. Okay, fine. It was Zoom. Uh, I was on Zoom with Yori Chisholm the other day. And we were talking about, uh, we were talking about the world online piping and drumming championships a little bit. And uh, he encouraged me to put together a team dojo for the event. So that's what we're going to do. That's the next big announcement. So uh, basically, it's coming up. The deadline for submission will be in mid-August. But I'm trying to put together a team dojo. I want to win the team competition at the world. You know who the current reigning champs are? And it's really annoying. Is the Robert Malcolm Memorial Pipe Band. This cannot stand, you guys. This cannot stand. Team Dojo must dethrone. So here's how it would work, right? People from the dojo would uh, compete in the world online. What are you, what's it called? World online piping and drumming championship. So we're still working our, this out. Yeah, we're still working this out. You would go in, and anybody from anybody on Team Dojo that took a sixth place or better in their event would accumulate points for our team, hmm. right? And so whether you're in grade five. Grade four, grade three, grade two, grade one. And by the way, I, I don't think we're going to do any of the professional events. So if any of you guys are in the professional grade, we'll probably skip that because it's like a slightly different category because it involves prize money and stuff. Uh, <clears throat> we can be Carl's mean pianist grandma memorial pipe band. <laughs> we could be, uh, but we're going to do that. So uh, I need some, I need anyone who is uh, interested to go to dojouniversity.com slash team dojo. Uh, we need to get a couple people signed up and uh, get that. I mean, really, I don't think there's that much involved in the signup process. It's when you upload your submission, the form that you fill out, you'll put in team dojo in there. Anybody here, anybody here willing to join team dojo? Nobody? MQM, yeah. Come on. Lou's, Lou's going to join everyone. team dojo. Let's let's get everyone who's got their video currently on to do it. It's totally reasonable. I, this is one of the, I, I think what we'll do is we'll talk a little bit about this as the there submission deadline Barb approaches. Barb even turned on her video volunteering to do it. Barb, you're doing it. Nice. Uh, Brett, <laughs> Brett sucks at rhythm, but you should do it, bro. You got to do this. Come on now. That's his own work. He asked, I, he asked me to sign that in his book, folks. I'm not being mean. That's an, <laughs> that's a dojo inside joke. Okay, Camille's in. Lou is in. Uh, okay, they have a remedial section. Well, here's the thing: they do have a play just for comments thing. 
which, you know, like, so, so part of it, our discussion was like, Hey, like, would the dojo be interested in getting involved? And I, and I, I did say to Yori, this was hard to say, but I did say, I think his event is hands down by far, no question about it. Basically the only worthwhile online competition I've seen across all the different ones, as far as like how well that it's run and blah, blah, blah. So would we be interested in supporting it? I, I think I would be, I think it'd be pretty cool. Uh, and so, yeah, like just play for comments. That'd be really cool. You can still do that through team dojo. You wouldn't get us any points, but I think it's the spirit of the thing. Right. So yeah, you should do that. And then maybe you kind of enjoy the experience and maybe what I'm trying to do is maybe get people fired up about the whole team dojo idea. And maybe it could be an ongoing thing. So maybe next time when we, when he does it in the fall, maybe you'll be ready to, uh, you know, saddle up anyone know the dress code i'm pretty sure you don't have to be in uniform but you should be yeah and you can win prizes for like best backdrop best dress and stuff like that too so there you go brett he's in brett's in look he's got a tartan blanket behind him and a pipe like what if you're smoking a pipe while playing your pipes that would be a subtle (laughs) that would be a subtle that would be hard but I've, i've seen people do that not necessarily a pipe but i've seen people Smoke there you go, Ben. Guy. It would be Ben's first competition anywhere. And that would be cool. And then like the other side benefit is, so we team dojo, maybe we win the thing, but also I would like to say in the latest, uh, in the latest iteration of the world online bagpipe championships, not a single person outside of the dojo took a prize in grade four and three. That'd be good. So there you go, Dave, the gauntlet is thrown down for you. Yeah. Sally hasn't competed since she was 16. There you go. It's fun. Don't let me pressure you, but you should do it. Well, you should do it from the standpoint of just having fun with it. Right. That that is the whole point of competition. So, you know, who cares? Forget the pressure, forget all of the, just do it to have fun. Do this as a team. Uh, That sounds great. I love it. Um, would be neat for people to have their flag as their backdrop to show how far reaching the dojo is. Yeah. It could be cool. I'm up, I'm up for brainstorming ideas to make this even more fun. Janet, does this mean you're in, you're competing? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Look at her. She's shaking her head. Yes. She's shaking her head. Yes. And smiling. I love that. Just turn your head. It's a yes. Like this, Janet, you see, like now you were shaking your head. Yes. I love it. Carl, you're you're so optimistic. Anyway, that's, that's the announcement. I'm kind of excited about it, but I can't continue to be excited unless we have some people, but which we do. Lou Champion Piper is in. Camille, co-author of the best-selling book, Finding Bagpipe Freedom, is in. Uh, so if they can do it, it basically means you're a weenie. Oh, Ben is in, he said. Ben, Ben is in. Ben's in. Dave's in. Sally's in. Oh, and Dave is, is in. in. Okay. Very good. I will need serious instructions on how to set up and submit correctly. We can hook you up with that. We can hook you up with that, Barb. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good. Barb's in. What do we have to play? Uh, So you can, uh, no, you, I think in grade four, there's like four different events you can, uh, you can do, right? And you don't have to do all four. You can do just one. You could do just one. Uh, You could do just one, but somebody as heavy hitting as you, Barb, needs to do four to try and get points for Team Dojo, you know? But yeah, yeah. Start with one. Start with one. See where it goes. Joe's in. Oh, MQM, you're in, right? Oh, good. Awesome. Well, I mean, considering you've beaten me in competition before, 
I'm feeling good about this. Janet has a new dog. Really? My dog ate my entry to really. There, there's no time like the present, Janet. Just break it in. <laughs> um, let's see. Get little doggy earphones. It'll be fine. Dave found it odd in grade five. They want all four parts of a two four. Yeah, you better step up. You gotta step up, Dave. And two parts for a six eight. Yeah, there you go. Two parts of a six eight. That could be pretty good. The tune of the week next week is going to be six, what a six eight. Yeah, interesting. So you could just do that. Anyway, there it is. I think it's fun. It's going to be fun. Here's the thing. Like some people are getting back to real competitions in real life, but are they fun? Really? And there's no team dojo at those. Brett's waiting for a signed bookmark from Camille. Well, don't let me stop you guys from figuring that out. Um, Yeah. So there you go. There's the announcements. Things are, did I miss any? Uh, Let me look at the list. I don't think so. I think I don't think so. Okay. So now we are, now we are transitioning to questions of the week. Now we can handle any questions that come to the chat. We also have a couple of good ones that have piled up that we can cover uh, if people are not feeling inspired today. There were a couple at the beginning of it. So the last day, the last day to sign up for the competition is July 22nd or 21st or something like that. And then, but then the submission deadline is August 11th. There you go, Camille. Yeah. 21st is the deadline for registering. And remember, you can register at dojouniversity.com slash team dojo. I think that worked. That link work when I sent it to you guys? Hopefully. Anyway, I digress. Okay. Questions. Moving on. Questions. Questions. Who has questions? The first question here was from Joe. He okay. Said, uh, As bands may be getting together here in the UK soon, how would you structure a two-hour practice so that we don't just waste time chatting? Really? We're going to lead with this question? This question, question. <laughs> this question gets me fired up. This question gets me fired up. So you, you want to know how to structure a practice session so you don't just waste time? Band uh, practice. Yeah. So, like, you know, here's the thing. What, you would I, uh, what I would do at, at the perfect band practice is not realistic. It's very common sense, but it's not realistic. Like, let's see, two-hour band practice. So for basically the first five to 10 minutes would be people just playing their pipes, getting some air through them. Yeah, making sense? Just kind of doing whatever they want. Uh, as a pipe major, maybe I got there a little early and, and played my pipes for a couple of minutes so that as people play their pipes at the very beginning, I could wander around uh, with a drone tuner and just kind of like, just basically make sure everyone's pipes are operating well, you know, roughly getting the drones kind of in the same ballpark, but that would really be it. By the way, that's what, Inver- that's what we do in Inverary. When you get there, you play for five to 10 minutes. That's phase one. After that, uh, pipes can go down. Those annoying late people can do five to 10 minutes in the hall. Uh, and then from there, you would do some non-bagpipe related practice stuff. Now we get into things that aren't really, really realistic. You mean like I think announcements, that kind of stuff? Is that what you were talking about? Non-bagpipe no, related? no, no. I mean, you could, oh, but I would save announcements related. to the end. Non, Non-full bagpipe related. So like, here's what I'm talking about. Rhythmic warm up for the group. Oh my God. 
Could you imagine if you tried to do that in your band, folks? There would be a mutiny almost instantly. But like you should sit down with a nice amplified metronome of some kind, nice and loud. And you should go through like, you know, the rhythm sheets that we do in, in, um, in class. Like maybe we pick a tune that we're going to focus on with particular vigor during this section. And then the rhythmic warm-up would be, you know, ex- exploring and expecting all of my members to be able to actually clap the rhythm of the tune they're about to play and to do so with accuracy. What do you think about that, Carl? Doesn't that sound like a dream? I, it does to me. I mean, geez, that sounds like a great way to approach it. Great no, way to get everyone's mind like mm-hmm. focused on the right things. And here's a question. Here's, unison. Yeah, here's a question. What is unison? Define yeah, unison. Note at the same time, all together. Yeah, define unison, you guys. It's everybody playing at exactly the same time, right? What's the key word in that whole sentence? Time. Time. And what is the way that we manage time in music? What's the, we have a word for it, a way that we, you know, understand and control time in music. It's called, Jen, you got this. I see you. You're thinking, Jen's thinking hard. What is Andrew getting at? I think you might mean rhythm. Rhythm. There it is. So to, you know, seeing as that the objective of playing in a pipe core, and by the way, could the drum core be involved in this? Oh, could they? They should be. No, 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 they can't. No, Come on. drummers don't do drummers. Drummers don't do rhythm. What are you crazy? <laughs> um, so uh, maybe the drummers could even be involved, but like, yeah, what is unison? You know, uh, it's playing at the same time. So why don't we do some bass? And even if you're all a super amazing, like this represents uh, your band, right? Like, X, everyone is really virtuosic in the rhythm department, like clapping with accuracy to the click. It's like no big deal, right? So, so for those folks, you just consider it a warm up. And then maybe there's like one guy in your band that still needs a little bit more development rhythmically. I'm being sarcastic because the reality is uh, usually 99 out of 100 of your pipe core members are a little bit hopeless in the rhythm department are, you know, developing that would be like the single greatest thing you could do. So Joe, what do you think about that? Sound good? A little rhythmic warm up. Okay. And then from there, what I would do is I would focus on it. All, it depends what level your band is on, but assuming it's a beginner or intermediate level, I would focus on one, uh, one tune uh, and working on it in depth on the practice chanter for a few minutes, 10 to 20 minutes. So yeah, as a beginner intermediate, otherwise do the same thing on the pipes. Yeah. Well, you could do the same thing on the pipes anyway, but it's nice to think about one thing at a time. So it would be cool to, you know, integrate some of that excellent rhythm on the practice chanter uh, and focus on those integrate integration type issues outside of band practice is when the individuals in your band should be working on, crossing noises and uh, sloppy embellishments, if you even allow them to play embellishments, which, you know, my band, when my band starts getting back together again, they're in for a rude awakening. It's going to be hilarious. Maybe they'll kick me out. That would make my life so much better. (laughs) But uh, I think I'm going to ask them to pass Freedom Phase 4 before I allow anyone to play embellishments in my band, which is going to be funny as hell because it's a grade three band. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, it's going to be so great. Maybe not the most realistic for your band, but uh, if it were, the more realistic it could be, the better off your band would be. So there we go. 
and then from there, venture onto the pipes, you know, uh, play pipes, and then get together with the drummers for the last half hour. And that's it. Yeah. Something like that, Joe. But yeah, you know, use the freedom phases uh, to your uh, to your benefit. Allow it to organize yourself. I think dialing things in rhythmically is probably the top priority. Okay. Sally also asked a good question. Dress code for the competition. I I don't know. Look it up. Okay, Jen Ganaway question. So that gives you two days, Sally. Between the 9th and the 11th, she gets back from vacation on the 9th. You have two days to compete. It's going to be great. Anyway, Ganaway suggests primer every so often, then dressing, then says to wipe out the excess. Uh, yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of different stuff on that. That might just be, you know, the Gan what, what Ganaway would recommend. But, uh, yeah, the primer is what makes the bag airtight. Or that's the, the primer is the primary. Uh, thing that keeps the bag airtight and from there yeah you just want a base layer of slime that's provided by the highlander seasoning and if you don't use too much you don't i wouldn't worry too much about wiping out the excess yeah i think it's if you use half a can you're going to have extra goo in there and i think what ganaway wants to make sure is you didn't put a ton of goo in there and then you didn't wipe any out and then it gets all over your chanter read and your drone reads as a result of Gross negligence, gross seasoning negligence. And then rots the bad side. So yeah. 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 So so excessive amounts, right? Like so violations of the common sense rule. Uh and, and that does happen. Sometimes you're sometimes when I season my bag, I'm like, oh crap, I put way too much in. In which case, I I, I might not wipe it out, but I would leave it up to drain out over time. And maybe I definitely like I I just reseasoned my bag today because it was uh, now, not a Ganaway bag, Highlander bag, but same principle. After I seasoned it with not a whole lot, I always check around like the the chanter stock on the inside. There's not any like pool of of seasoning there, so you know I'm still wiping it out and just making sure there's no areas where it can pool up, congeal, get stuck, anything like that. So. You know, sometimes around the, the, the inside of the stock, well, definitely clean out the inside of the stocks, but the little lip, especially on the neck of the bag, um, I, I check that one pretty frequently. Yeah. Uh, Heather has a great question. Uh, and I love the preface to the question, really uh, skirted her to the front of the line. I have a question for this amazing book I just read. Uh, by the way, tell all your friends going to be awesome uh you said grace notes should be played infinitely small but there may occasionally be exceptions to this rule yeah so any any uh i think any musical rule has exceptions so you know like sometimes it would be appropriate to speed up or slow down the tempo during a piece of music like that might be appropriate based on like what you're trying to achieve musically. Uh, I think what I really had in my mind are some of the uh, long grace notes that you might occasionally find in a P-Rock. Uh, like, first of all, some people want a really big D grace note down to the cadence, whenever, but then definitely the low G grace note before the low A is actually written with only two flags. Like it's trying to tell you that grace note should be big and fat and juicy. You know, kind of like that. Mm -hmm. 
And that would be one exception. I think that's probably what I had in my mind when I said that. Uh, and then when Camille edited it, I'm sure it was also true. Uh, and then, uh, but yeah, there could be exceptions to that rule anywhere. You could write a tune where for some reason you wanted a big grace note. I think that'd be fine. But the rule is that we want to approach the grace notes with infinite smallness. And we go into a lot of depth at the dojo and in the book about why that is, right? As soon as the grace notes start to take up time, it obscures the melody of the tune, right? Uh, sometimes a grace note participates in the melody of the tune, in which case you might be justified in playing that grace note a little bit larger, but that's very rare, right? Like in Cork Hill, the G grace note and the D grace note and the E grace note are not part of the melody because if they were, it would sound like this. Are those adding to the melody? Like, are we getting a greater, greater sense of chordal uh, wonderfulness? No, not really, right? The purpose there is only as articulation. Like thinking of it, think of it like tonguing a woodwind instrument, right? Like it's really just articulating the note. In this case, in Cork Hill, they're separating the note, but uh, sometimes you go from note to note with a grace note. It's really just about articulation. It's not about anything else than that. And in those cases where the grace note <clears throat> is about articulation, which I think is probably 99% of the time, infinite smallness is the rule. And of course, uh, what's cool, like, it's like so Heather having sort of, progress through bagpipe freedom is, you know, I think that by definition means these are good questions to begin to ask, like, oh, are there spots in my music where uh, we're tweaking some of these rules that I've mastered? Uh, it, that's in my best interests. Don't confuse that with, uh, with being crap and saying you meant to do it, right? Which is what a lot of people would do, right? Like, uh, like the woman who wrote 50 Shades of Grey. She, it was total crap and she said she meant to do it because it became a hit, but she can't write. So don't confuse it with that. Uh, cool, next question, what's our next one? Uh, okay. Ganaway is secretive about the process. Are they though? Well, I won't well, tell you what it is. How does one order the dojo tutor book? Uh, the tutor book comes automatically when you purchase the tutor. Uh, and then if you already have access to the tutor, yeah, if you already have access to the tutor, the, there's an order information inside the course. Yeah, at the top of the course. Mm -hmm. You can order it. Or if you wanted for some reason a second one because you lost yours. You got too much practice channer spit on it. Yeah. <laughs> Excessive practicing. Or you got frustrated and you fed it through the... <laughs> dojouniversity.com slash team dojo. Yeah. And then Sally has like the expanded link there. That link's too long. Yeah. We'll go the short link. Uh, the trace says my book has now left New York and is in Sydney via Tokyo. So Diana, that's good, right? It didn't go to Antarctica first. Right. If it didn't go to Antarctica <laughs> first, you, you know, uh, we're you already feel a good. step ahead of, of whatever book that was the first time. Yeah. Uh, small, a small coding error, error. I think our coder guy just switched up AC with CA. So all the Canadian, all the Canadian orders went, we're going to Antarctica for a little while. That's cool. Like think about it, what that book's been through. 
you know? Yeah. And most of, they, they, most of them actually made it, which is to be really, clear, really amazing if you think about it. And to be clear, we're not talking about these. We're talking about uh, the, uh, what was it? The bagpiper planner. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lou says, how about extending your tuning clinic to Zoom for those who can't come? Let me think about that for a second. Nope. <laughs> Not doing it. We, I don't know. Maybe we could do another one uh, online at some point, but I felt it was so physically painful to try to do that. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it went fine. And I, and like, Lou, you were there. And I think you made huge tuning improvements. And like, I get it. Like, I think, you know, I think we still provided incredible value. Hashtag incredible value. Consider offering the lectures. Nah. But we wouldn't be able to do the online coaching. Lou, don't you live in Toronto? Just hop in the canoe, paddle across Ontario, and we'll get someone to pick you up. Paddle across uh, Lake Ontario. Probably the border won't be open still. I've heard people. I've heard people saying this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so in the long run, that won't be an issue. So in future tuning clinics, hopefully that's not going to be an issue for this one. It very well could be. Uh, and you, you just gotta, gotta look into it. What I would I'm do feeling optimistic that it'll be open September. Um, you know, so the, the deadline for cancellation is like August 28th or something like that. So, you know, so you'll have a two, you'll have to take, you'll have to gamble for two weeks, but if you did sign up now, and then suddenly that was going to, it was becoming clear that the borders weren't going to be open. I suppose technically you could cancel. MQM says, are you still thinking about a band tuning clinic? And the answer is it's uh, deep on my someday maybe list right now. Thinking about not actively happen. Anything could happen, but the problem is the problem is without being excellent at tuning yourself uh tuning your band's just not going to happen so th that's the problem so you could invite a bunch of people here to learn how to tune up a band but first you would have to teach them how to tune so it would basically just need to be an extended tuning clinic uh so why don't we start by having everyone come to the tuning clinic you know that sort of thing you know what i mean see what i'm saying yeah and ask my second vaccine go away he doesn't know yet. He's 26 so far, hours yeah. in. He's 26 I mean, hours uh, in. Like the soreness in my shoulder is still a little bit there, but it's mostly gone. Yeah. So to revisit Lou's question without like totally uh, writing it off and, um, you know, yeah. So, so uh, the online tuning clinic was okay, but uh, I, I did not, I enjoyed all the people immensely, but the overall experience was very, very difficult to do. It's exceptionally uh, long for us. Very long, and, and then I think um, for the students as well. But yeah. and and I think the uh, like for me the excite the exciting thing the thing that makes me want to do it is getting to work with people in person. That's the reason I want to do it. Uh, and so, so yeah, that's that's really it. We could do it. I might be uh, I might have to be away that weekend, but yeah, we could run it. <laughs> uh, it just really it just was really really hard. And uh, I mean, I think we actually. We uh, made more money on that than we would on the in-person tuning clinic, you know, because we didn't have any uh, overhead, you know, it was just having people sign it. So I think we actually ended up making more money on it, but it just, but like uh, a, a I don't long know. day in person, like actually interacting and moving around 
Like that was that that's fine. Like that's tiring, but in a totally different way. Twelve to fifteen hours in front of a computer screen, it, it was just too much. <laughs> really, really hard. So Yes. And then Lou is saying like, well, we could watch the people you're working with. Yeah, but so, so from a now from a business, now let's talk business. From a business standpoint, if you charge people a hundred bucks to just be a fly on the wall for the tuning clinic, well, that dilutes the number of people who are going to have to like sit down and have a hard think and then uh, and then invest in action. So, you know what I mean? You're diluting your, your potential, uh, you're diluting your potential for the, for full signups when you do that. Besides Lou, it'd be better. Even if you can't make it this year, it'd be better to save the money for this year and come next year. Not to mention you already, you are already tuning yourself like, uh, better than, you know, 99.9% of all bagpipers. Like, I feel like you're, I feel like you're good here. So I know what you're saying, Lou, though. I know what you're saying, but that's, uh, that's some insight into the decision-making process. It's the same reason Jack Lee doesn't teach summer schools within a 500 mile radius of piping hot summer drummer. Right. Cause you know, you don't want to, you don't want to dilute. You don't want to, uh, cut off your nose to spite your face, that kind of thing. And, and yeah, so the tuning clinic, the original, the wrong, wrong, Ben didn't like that. Uh, and then, so the, the tuning clinic, right. The point has always been to get people together in person. Uh, we did it differently uh, during COVID and that was about it. You know what I mean? And then I think moving forward, that particular event is going to be in-person focused, I think. Yeah. Now, Joe, that's a really good idea. That is definitely in the, uh, definitely in the, in the aggressive brainstorming phase, uh, which, which would be taking the tuning clinic on the road. Yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, we were going to do one in California, but then COVID hit. So, uh, um, yeah. So taking the tuning clinic on the road, absolutely in the cards is, you know, and as soon as COVID clears up, yeah, we're doing one in Italy over near Ben. Yeah. Didn't you know? Uh, and then it would be funny to do one in Glasgow. I wonder how many we could get. That'd be interesting. We'd, we'd have a better chance, I think, in London. Well, London would be super fun, too, I think. That's what I'm saying, Joe. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, just do do some guerrilla strikes in the UK. That would be pretty funny. Joe, would you come to L the London Clinic? See, you didn't immediately say yes. This This is worrisome. Sal Sally would come. Wait, Diana, London is really only 40 miles for you? Cool. Yeah, we'll do London. That sounds fun. That's I, it, I, I know there's a whole bunch of other English pipers. <laughs> pipers from England, maybe, is the better way to say that. Um, that would be... Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty good. I like that. All right. How do we? How are we doing for questions? Well, we we have some in the in our list. Yeah. So Raleigh, you can cancel your hotel up until September 9th, but you cannot cancel the clinic past August twenty seventh or whatever. Right. That's our cutoff. Yes. Good question. London, Ontario. Other than the other one. So I probably would not do a tuning clinic in Ontario, right? It's too close to uh, it's too close to the Albany one, right? See what I mean? From like a business perspective, probably wouldn't do one. Manchester has cheaper hotels, and it's a cool town. 
Oh, ooh, we could do that. Be- could we do- no, Beatles were in London. Abbey Road, that's where we're going to do Abbey Road. Come on now. No? I don't even like the Beatles. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, Denver, I would not rule out Denver. Yeah. Denver but or, or, um, but probably not. Saratoga Springs? Um, Colorado Springs. I, I probably wouldn't. I don't think the, uh, I don't think the, the uh, I don't think there's a concentrated, enough concentration of bagpipers in Denver. Yeah, we've done, we've done a workshop in Vegas. Yeah, everyone talks a big game like, oh, if you do a workshop in Vegas, I'm going to come. But really, only a couple of people came and the rest were just from Vegas. You know why? Because your spouse didn't end up letting you. Yeah. Imagine that. Uh, <clears throat> Newark, New Jersey, definitely not, right? Too close. Yeah, too close. Something like that. Anyway, there you go. Yeah, repositioning crews is definitely something we're thinking about uh, for the future, though. Not anytime soon. UK yeah, tuning UK. clinic could happen. Uh, certainly, finding good instruction would be very minimally uh, expensive if we did it in the UK. I would be the only flight I had to buy. But yeah, but that's not really a flight. It's a hop. Hop, yeah. skip, and a jump. I can even take the train. It's like a cab ride. Yeah. <laughs> um, but see, it could also be interesting to like get people out of their comfort zone too. Like maybe we should do it in Paris. Totally. You know what I mean? If you're from the UK, if you're from the UK, what? It's like, what, 25 pounds to get to Paris or something? A little more than that for the train, but yeah, totally. But yeah, like, I don't know. I like that. I like that kind of idea. Like everything you do is online, right? And then uh, I would like it to be an excuse for me to do something fun. Like that's what the, that's, that's the charm of the cruise. Certainly not how much money, like we don't really make money on the cruise, but it's fun. So that's why we do it, right? Camille says do it at Lorient. Well, maybe. If I'm going to go to Lorient though, I'm going to want to do all that stuff and not uh, do something else. And there's no room to do anything in any venue anywhere uh, around that time when the festival is going on in Lorient. And Lorient isn't like the most amazing town outside of that. It's a reconstructed town. Ben is showing us the out the view from his window. I, I, I'm with you, Ben. Let's go there. Yeah. Look at that. There's a mountain. Beautiful countryside. Oh, beautiful. And the food's good. Thanks to Dojo, my pipe major let me teach our band Jig Rhythm last night. Nice, John. Yeah. Things are happening. Yeah, and then we could, and then Australia, the problem with an Australia tuning clinic is you would spend more time traveling than at the clinic. That's the problem with that one. So anyway, it's extremely annoying. They're vacuuming right outside my door. There's like a murder scene out there. It's like, like some red substance that's just been dragged all the way down the hall. So I don't know what that's all about. It's probably clay. Now, knowing Andrew's office is in an arts department. <laughs> Probably clay. Less less worrying. <laughs> okay. Next question. Do we have any more? Because I have I like I like some of these questions that we have built up. Yeah, let's do with some of those. I like this one a lot. You'll see why just in just a moment. Having read your new book, you did a great job on it. It's fun to read and very informative. Uh, but uh, the question here is, let's see, around page 60, your discussion, blah, 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 have me wondering, 
Uh, he's been working his way through the tutor, concurrent, uh, currently beginning to work on Brown Hair Maiden in chapter four. So the question is, should I take a pause from the tutor and begin the Bagpipe Freedom course instead? Blah, 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 blah. So this is a beginner who's in, in chapter four. Should they be doing Bagpipe Freedom instead? Carl, what's the answer? Well, I would say yes. Yes. We, we, we got to take a pause here. It doesn't have to be a pause. But we can shift our primary focus Correct. to working on that basic rhythm. By the I love how you worded that. Four, we want to go and, and really make sure that we're getting that right. Because it will inform and improve everything that we do in Chapter 4. Yeah. So if you're a pure beginner, right? If you're a pure beginner, let's, let's just walk through this here. Uh, <clears throat> you, you wouldn't really start with the freedom phases. That wouldn't make a whole ton of sense. If you're a beginning bagpiper, you want to start beginning the bagpipes. But what are chapters one and two of the tutor? For those who are familiar, it's, it's freedom phase one and two, right? We are we are uh, doing some we are learning some basics of rhythm, and then we are doing the basics of melody, which is scale navigation and rhythm, right? So chapters one and two of the tutor are phases one and two of bagpipe freedom, sort of like, or at least they're parallel, right? Yeah. Uh, and the, well, in chapter three, two, sorry, chapters one, two, and three of the tutor are phases one and two of the bagpipe freedom process. So that's what you should do. Now, once you start, once you're in like chapter three and you start doing some real bagpipe tunes on the chanter with basic grace notes only, what should you be doing next? Like, let's pretend bagpipe freedom didn't even exist. Carl, you, you, you have a question? I know the answer. Oh, what's no, the I answer? I know the answer. I know where you're going. We should be transitioning to the bagpipes already. Amen. Amen, my brother. Yeah, so we can do some some basic melody. We're, we're doing nice basic melodies on the practice channel. Cool. Uh, that, that should be a hard, a hard stop with the tutor. Like in the perfect world, this person asking the question would not have even begun chapter four. Because as soon as we're getting some tunes, some good melody happening on the practice channel, we want to learn the mechanics of the bagpipe. Next, right? Like picture your picture if you wanted to uh, picture if you're a part of a band, right? I would much rather have a band member playing with no embellishments on their bagpipes coming down the street with us, getting experience, enjoying playing, you know, getting coaching on the full instrument and the big picture. That's way more important to me than silly embellishments. Way more. And then like, you know, and we get into some, some uh, more expression, whatever in phase five, but, but what's chapter four of the tutor chapter four of the tutor is the finger work portion of freedom phase five. So until we get to phase five, right. Until we graduate phase four conceptually uh, chapter four of the tutor uh, should not be a high priority for a beginner. Make sense. You know, people, um, a great icebreaker when I have a discussion with a piper, Carl and I were just talking about this earlier today. Uh, here's a great icebreaker. So tell me about your piping plateau. It's a great ice. It's a great icebreaker when you have a chat with any piper you've never met before. Tell me about your plateau because uh, you know, nine times out of 10, right? When uh, somebody considers joining the dojo, that's the big issue. It's not whether or not they're in grade three or grade four or grade five. It, it's how long they've been there and unable to progress, okay? And one of the re main reasons people can't progress 
is they are pointlessly, needlessly consumed with embellishments and expression and advanced concepts when, where they have no business being consumed with those things, right? It would be like me going to CrossFit and being obsessed with walking on my hands. Like all I want to do is walk on my hands all day long. I just want to, I heard that's what you have to do when you do CrossFit. You have to be really good at walking on your hands. Well, uh, the fact that I can't do two pushups should be my, which I can, by the way. So just take it easy out there. But uh, the fact that my pushups suck, that's a way more important priority than walking on my hands. Why would that be? Well, because that strength in your shoulders and your arms would be a huge component that will ultimately allow me to walk on my hands, right? And so until that, those fundamentals are solid, I shouldn't be obsessed with that. Here's a question for the audience. I don't even know. I'm off on a, on a tangent, but it has to do with bagpipes. So I'm going with it. Uh, how many hours of bagpipe immersion did you do yesterday? And, you, and, and whatever the answer is, like take the average of the class. The average of the class will be somewhere between zero and 10 minutes, I'm guessing. But then the crazy part is you guys are here, meaning you are at the cutting edge. Okay. Most people never do bagpipes except for once a week at band practice. And that's like it. It's a mild, uh, it's like a mild interest, but then they get to band and they see other people around them that are sounding pretty good and they want that. Okay. Well, it doesn't start with embellishments and it doesn't start with expression. It would really start with making sure you carve out, carve out a little bit of time for bagpiping every single day. And to be fair, you're actually biased because most of the people here come to at least one, if not both, of the morning classes, which counts as two hours. Ooh, nice. Bagpipe immersion. It sort of counts, but we need, I think I would also say we need to branch out, maybe. Yeah. If that's all you do. The type of, uh, of immersion as well. Oh, here's a great question. Raleigh says, is any leakage acceptable? Like, what do you mean by type? I have a slight depression after about 30 seconds. So here's how I'm going to answer that question. If you were wearing your bagpipe in outer space, how much leakage would be acceptable to you? Raleigh, are you out there? I'm trying to find your picture. I don't see him. He's there. Oh, there, here he is. So, so Raleigh, if your bagpipe was a spacesuit, how much leakage would leakage. you be comfortable with? I, I don't know. I, I, it's just a little puff. There's a little depression. It's like you're not. Answer, you got to answer Raleigh, my question. You're not answering the question. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, what am I sucking in? A little vacuum, that's all. Or is it sucking it out of me? I, there you I go. Sucking, in, sucking you out of the little hole. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Okay. So, uh, Raleigh, I'm going to mute you because uh, you're, you're feeding back on me. But, Raleigh, the answer is zero leakage is acceptable. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you a very recent story. Um, I, I told you earlier I seasoned my bag just uh, today because – Went to get them really in prime shape here yesterday. Played for a bit. And uh, spongy, just not really comfortable. So I let it go for a day because they were on the dryer side, having not played for a few days before. Checked it this morning. And, you know, you blow it up tight. It feels fine. I bet it would feel fine after 30 seconds. But it doesn't pass the kneel test. Spongy. Like, as soon as my knee, knee went on it, it's like, okay, I can feel this bag going down. It's no good. It's time for a season. It's been a few months. It's been a while since I've seen my bag, so it's perfectly okay. Reseason. And now the thing is 
impeccable. There is not a single molecule of air. Would you would you wear it to outer space? I would wear it three times to outer space. No problem. It is airtight. Um, ben, and ben wants to know who's Neil. <laughs> Neil, yeah, there you go. Um, okay. Yeah, it, it's important. It really is. Because any wasted molecules of air that simply translates to you feeling like your bagpipes are hard. That's it. Yeah. Directly. Um, any wasted energy goes towards making you feel like they're harder and not towards making your instrument sort of sparkle that lovely harmonic richness. Subtract um, so time. Subtract time from your embellishment practice and add it into your bagpipe maintenance. Yeah. It makes a big deal. It all adds up, right? It all adds up. And that's a really, that's a, you know, every extra molecule of air that you have to, you know, force into your bag uh, is effort that could be expended elsewhere, right? It, it's limiting your bandwidth. So, so go for zero, go for zero leakage. And by the way, we have to end on Brett's point, the bands, the bands kind of push us to fully embellish because they need members. Oh, yeah. So uh, first of all, quit that band right away. If that's your band, quit your band, find a new band. Yeah. They need members. Uh, they shouldn't be requiring embellishments. I know. And no then sense. next, next, let's consider the irony of this. So they push us to, and I, I know what you mean, right? What you mean is they, they entirely rush the process of learning just because they need bodies and kilts so they can do gigs. Okay. That might be in the best interest of your band, even though it's not. Okay. But uh, that may seem in the best interest to, to your band, but for you, it's a death sentence. It gives you no chance of ever finding, you know, sort of happiness, uh, freedom, expression, all these, all these reasons that we got into it in the first place. Now, that might seem a little bit corny, but you did not get into bagpipes to dress up in a kilt and sound like shit walking down the street. No one gets into bagpipes for that reason, I hope. I've never met anyone, right? The reason you get into bagpipes is because you see that and you're like, oh, that's got potential. I feel like that would be an extremely cool thing to investigate. And I, I feel like that would be an amazing way uh, to either learn about music or express myself musically. Or, and of course there's cultural, there's cultural things involved in piping too. Like those passionate reasons, those are the reasons you got into it. Okay. And then uh, it's important that the learning process sets you up to ultimately achieve that vision and your, your pipe band uh, rushing you through the process of learning just so they can get a body on the street. That's basically, uh, that's basically them sacrificing your, uh, your dream for theirs, which is of course very ironic because uh, the band becomes less and less appealing to become a part of, which is that's the reason they can't get members, right? It's because they're doing a terrible job. Uh, and the solution for that is to continue to rush the process more and more to do a more and more terrible job, which of course makes the band even less appealing. Uh, and it's a vicious, endless cycle. Exactly. Stephanie, you are right. You'll spend years trying to recover from that type of quote band instruction. And that's not it. You're not actually correct about that. Nine out of 10 people are going to fill in the blank. Quit. 
And then the one out of 10 is going to be the person who's so ignorant to the fact that they've been taught extremely poorly, right? And they're going to go on to represent the stereotype of piping in the world, which is that it's a joke. Carl's grandmother doesn't consider the bag, did not consider, sorry, past tense, did not consider, and then Carl, using Carl's own, I learned that from him. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. she, she was, she played a real instrument. She played concert piano, which is like, uh, can there be a less interesting form of music? People, people fill me in here. Uh, and then, but even she considered bagpipes to be a joke, right? See how this works. So we need to find an environment that uh, somehow, somewhere, by the way, I was saying this in class the other day, this, this is the reason my dad and my brother and I traveled four hours to band practice to play in or and more because that was a healthy environment to develop our musical passion, right? That's why, you know, and, and unfortunately with bagpiping, you can't just go down the street because uh, 99 times out of a hundred, the band down the street is like a, a scene from silence of the lambs, musically speaking. Mm, right. Exactly. See, what I'm, see what I'm saying, folks. Yeah. So, uh, that's right. If your band wants to rush you to fully embellish when you know you're not ready, uh, you, you tell them either I'm going to play simplified until I'm ready or I'm going to leave. You pick. There you go. It's, it's sad. It's very, very sad. Very, 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 very sad. Because for a lot of us, it's like, well, if I don't play with this band, there's no other band I can play in. And that's sad. Uh, for me, for me, it was like, okay, well, we can justify traveling four hours because we're all, we're playing at a high level, and you know, uh, Oren Moore was a really, really good band with a great teacher, you know, uh, well, two great teachers, Donald Lindsay, and then at the time Norman McLeod, who's a great drumming teacher. Uh, so that was obviously like a great investment for us because we were super into it. We were playing at a high level. It was a no brainer, but for most people, that's not the case for most people. It's a hobby. So you don't really want to drive more than an hour to band practice. But the sad thing is the nearest band that could offer you a healthy environment for learning could be 20 hours away. Kind of killed the vibe there at the end. <laughs> I'm a master of manipulation. So people thought this was just going to be a happy Friday. Carl's back. <laughs> no. Uh, um, Jay asked a good question, but we are out of time. Um, Jay, I know we've covered this not so far in the distant past, but um, the best way to get an answer to this uh, is to post that in the Transition to the Pipes group. Uh, on the homepage, just scroll down, post the question there. We'll respond to that there. In the meantime, I'd be happy to speak about that on my Tuesday or Thursday class as well, um, because that is an important skill to get past, and it's very important to get your bag 100% airtight. So I do want to answer that for you, but uh, sorry we didn't have time today. Yeah, So Tony, and then to answer Tony's question, for Team Dojo, I need people to go get signed up at, if, if you're interested, dojouniversity.com slash Team Dojo. Uh, and then... Uh, so what do you need to do? Well, so for Tony, absolutely. I would recommend grade five. And then uh, on the entry form, you just look like they, they'll show you what events are available to you and, and then just bite off what you think you can handle. But uh, for example, uh, well, I don't know. I don't remember what the last two four March we did was, but a four parted two four March, you could pick the most recent tune of the week. 
and submit that, or you could pick something uh, that you liked from further away. But yeah, I would highly recommend for those who don't have any better ideas, use the, uh, no, don't use that. Who's holding that up? Is that you, Raleigh? Yeah. Don't use that. Use the dojo tunes of the week that you already have some experience with. Maybe, but it could be a cool challenge. I think a lot of us, we do the tunes of the week, but we haven't really added any new memorized material to our repertoire in a while, which by the way, is generally speaking good, I believe, right? We don't want to add too much memorized uh, material to our repertoire. Uh, It would be better to switch things up regularly, but yeah, Major C.M. Usher. Was that a hard tune or an easy tune? I can't remember. It's okay. Yeah. It's a pretty good one. But yeah, you, you want to pick one, get it memorized up. You got about a month. It's going to be fantastic, Team Dojo. And then they also had a two-parted 6-8 in grade five, maybe. That would be a cool starter one. That would be a cool starter one. But don't play Bonnie Dundee. Okay? Play yeah, relatively, Play relatively fresh material that we've worked on together at the dojo, you know, uh, don't play Bonnie Dundee at a million, like, you know. That's not true, Tony. You've played six eights for the last two years in our tunings of the week. It'd be fantastic. And all you got to do is find an easy one with the first two parts that are easy. Yeah. But memorization is going to happen like that when you start practicing it regularly. So, uh, Dave, uh, it takes you just straight to the competition entry page. Just sign up. And the actual official entry onto the team happens when you upload your video in August. But, uh, but yeah, start, start at dojouniversity.com slash team dojo. That's like the easy sign up link. And, uh, yeah, leaving Port Eskeg would be amazing. Two parts of that, Tony. Oh, my goodness. I'm picturing it now. It's going to sound so great. It's going to be good. Oh, Tony, come on. You be confident in your abilities. We are. Because we know them. You so can here, be too. Here's a question. Did we accidentally produce something that could be posted as a podcast? Like Carl, you you didn't uh, you didn't make light of your grandmother's death during oh. the recording. It was just before we started. <laughs> so you're we safe. We even said it at the end, but that's okay. It's not a <laughs> I mean, it doesn't offend me and it doesn't offend my family. Like, Did I say anything offensive? I don't think so. Think no, okay. I think maybe I did. I think we maybe teased Bagpipe Master. Do you think he listens to our podcast? Uh, was that... Was that people... Solely in the chat. Um, and, and as much as we tease Bagpipe Master, I mean, he's got like 100,000 more followers than we do. So I don't think... I think he's laughing all the way to the bank. I think he's good. Probably. Mary says, you can hear the things they anyway, talk about. I, I can run. Mary, that's your, that's your personal MO, isn't it, Mary? I can't. I feel like that's in at least, at least in nine out of 10 things you say, huh? Huh? Gotta work on that attitude. You can, Mary. You can. I've heard you do it. You can. I agree. Can. We, you can, yeah, Mary. I like that. A little heart for Mary. Sending love to Mary. You can. That is what you meant. All right. I got to run. Thanks, everyone. See you Ah, next week. Mary was saying Janet can't, but she can. Okay, that's fine. I dig that. Okay, good job, everybody. See you later. Hey, everybody. Andrew Douglas here from the Piper's Dojo, and I just want to say thanks so much for listening to today's iteration of the podcast. 
If you enjoyed what you heard here today, it would be super helpful to us and to a lot of bagpipers out there trying to find us. If you could give us a top-notch review on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast, particularly Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, and things like that, your review would be really, really helpful. So if you have a moment today, definitely go over there and help us out. Other than that, until we meet again on the podcast or somewhere else, thanks again for listening.